for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to another Living Life. Uh, as I've gotten older, I'm uh, not old yet, uh, but little by little, as I got older, I started remembering about all the things that I did long ago, that these things that we don't do today. Uh, I remember explaining to my daughter that we had something called physical VHS tapes. Uh, some of you might remember that. Uh, later on, we had DVDs, but even before that, we had these tapes. Uh, but now everything is just stored, you know, like online or in the cloud. And I remember saying this, like, when I was your age, back in the day, we used to go and rent movies at a physical store. We would actually have to rent these videotapes or these DVDs, and we would have membership cards. And if you forgot your membership, you wouldn't be able to borrow it. And if someone else borrowed the movie, then you have to just kind of wait and go back and then to see if it's already there. You know, I'm glad now that we don't have to do any of these things, that I have this whole library of anything that I want, just, you know, in my fingertips, on my phone. Uh, but if I saw one of these stores today, I would think that, you know, they would be just kind of some kind of museum, right? Uh, giving me a snapshot of something that happened long ago, something that has nothing to do with my life even today. You know, there's a danger for us uh, reading scripture in that way, especially the Old Testament, uh, because it's something that's very old, that somehow it doesn't matter to us in a very specific way. And instead, it just remains merely a snapshot of what it means to be someone of faith thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. You know, as we continue to read this book in the Exodus chapter 29, especially as we read about all these rituals and instructions in this Old Testament sacrificial system, uh, it's easy for us to ignore them as something that's outdated and irrelevant. And it's easy for us to just go, you know, oh, this doesn't matter to me anymore. But it's more important for us to go see beyond the rituals, go see beyond just the words that are presented to us, and instead see God's purpose in them. The reason why God gave us these instructions and what it means for him to reveal his heart and his desires for us through this word. And most importantly, what it means for us today to be able to read and respond with obedience. And even though we're not going to be shedding any blood in this sacrifice system, you know, we know God still wants us to obey his word. So with that, let's all read today's passage together. Exodus chapter 29, verses 38 through 46. This is what you are to offer on the altar regularly each day, two lambs a year old. Offer one in the morning and the other at twilight. With the first lamb, offer a tenth of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with a quarter of a hin of oil from pressed olives and a quarter of a hin of wine as a drink offering. Sacrifice the other lamb at twilight with the same grain offering and its drink offering as in the morning, a pleasing aroma of food offering presented to the Lord. For the generations to come, this burnt offering is to be made regularly at the entrance to the tent of meeting before the Lord. There I will meet you and speak to you. There also I will meet with the Israelites, and the place will be consecrated by my glory." 
So I will consecrate the tent of meeting and the altar and will consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve me as priests. Then I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. They will know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out of Egypt so that I might dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. Today's passage begins with a very simple command from God. It says, This is what you are to offer on the altar regularly each day. Two lambs a year old. Offer one in the morning and the other at twilight. See, two lambs are to be offered each day. And God tells his people that he wants for them to obey this command for generations to come. Uh, to be made regularly every day at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Now, reading something like this, it could appear as a huge burden for the people. You know, think about it. Every morning, every evening, you know, over 700 lambs have to be sacrificed every year uh, to be at the service of the tabernacle. And he wants it for generations and generations to come. It means he wants this done every day for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and perhaps thousands of years down the line. Now, the important question for us is why? Why did God ask his people to do this? Why day and night? Why for generations to come did he give them this very specific command to follow? The answer that God gives us today is actually fairly simple. He says it's consecration. That's the reason. He says, there also I will meet with the Israelites and the place will be consecrated by my glory. You know, the people are supposed to give this continual offering. They're meant to consecrate the area and to consecrate themselves as well with God's presence. I think that's the most important thing. It was meant that through this offering that they're reminded every day that God was with them. That every day he gave them this gift of life and every day they belonged to him and no other. You know, consecration meant they were set apart from the rest of this world. And therefore, every day, they need to offer not only these lambs to him, but be able to offer their lives as well. You know, these acts of obedience was a way to show their total surrender to God, that they relied on him for everything. You know, it might appear tedious and difficult and maybe superfluous, uh, yet through that, they're able to experience the fullness of God's presence in their lives and in their midst. Uh, it was a way for God to show them that he wanted to be with his people. In that same way, God desires to be with us here today. You know, God desires to be with you, with me, and all his people. You know, that's what he tells the people. He says, so that I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. Now, there's no greater blessing in this world than that. For God to be our God and to dwell among us, to have God's presence in our lives. Now, can you imagine that the creator of this world, the creator God, that he wants to be with us. He wants to meet with us. He wants us to hear from him and he wants us to know exactly who he is. Now, that's the reason for all of this. Now, to be consecrated so that we would have no hindrances that will stop us from meeting him. You know, it might seem odd that they have to follow these rituals and do all of these things, uh, but the actions in themselves, you know, they didn't really do anything. And God reminds us today, he says that he consecrates his people. It's he who does all of these things. You know, we might need to put ourselves in that situation. We need to prepare our hearts. We need to surrender ourselves, but it's ultimately God who consecrates us so that we could experience this relationship with him ongoing. 
You know, the people of Israel, they followed it. They did what they were told. And we actually see in Leviticus the results of their you know, obedience. It says in Leviticus chapter 9, the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. The glory of God appeared to the people. What an amazing blessing that because they were able to obey and follow these rituals, that the glory of God was with the people. You know, we don't have a lamb to offer to God. At least I don't. Hopefully you guys don't. You know, we don't need to bring a lamb to the entrance of the tent of meeting or the entrance of our church. Uh, if you do have a lamb, please do not bring it to church. Please do not slaughter it at church. Or if you are, don't slaughter at my church. Uh, but still, we can give to God what he desires from us. We could give him our hearts. We could give them our focus, our attention, our lives. And ultimately, we could give him our surrender of all of that. We could say, Lord, we are ready to be consecrated by you. We are ready to receive all that you want to give us today. And I pray that everyone here today, that through this acts of worship, through your obedience, that we're able to surrender all of our lives to him as living sacrifices. For we know that through that, that we will be holy and we will be pleasing to God. And I pray that everyone here today may experience the fullness of God and his glory every day of your life. The Apostle Peter tells us, he says that you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. What do these rituals and what do these words have to do with us? As his chosen people, as his royal priesthood, as his holy nation set apart for his glory, we know that God has a very special plan for every one of us. That the words that he's giving to the priesthood thousands of years ago, they still apply to us today. For we are his royal priesthood. We are his holy nation set apart for his glory. We are people that he called out. And even though these rituals might seem foreign to us, you know, through the reading of them, uh, let us remember the grace and mercy and the love of our Father in heaven, that he called us out of the darkness, not based on anything that we have done, but he actually chose us first. So therefore, let us be able to respond, all of us, with our total surrender today. Let's all pray together. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for once again giving us your word. Uh, you have reminded us the importance of having a pure heart of worship and reminding us that you desire for us obedience. So we pray that through all the things that you have commanded us to do in our lives, that we are able to obey, that we are able to continue to seek you, to be able to seek your word, to be able to seek your face and your presence in our lives. For we know that's the greatest blessing that we could receive. Today, let this today be the first day of our total surrender to you, Lord, saying that there is no other thing in this world that is worthy of our worship, and there's no other thing in this world that we'd rather have than having your presence in our lives. Lord, we thank you and we love you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer. See,